Welcome to The Winding Road Home, now available on demand on all of your major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, just to name a few. I'm Russ Salerno, your show host, and alongside me is not my lovely wife. It's my awesome pastor, Joel Collette. Joel, how you doing this? How you doing this evening? I'm I'm very well, and that's okay for me to say awesome. You're a great pastor. What are, what are you kidding me? I don't know anything awesome about me. I, I always think that word is is been used so much. Oh, I know, but incorrectly, it, but I, I yeah, well, you know what? But but it's it's a it's it's my way of saying thank you for being well. I appreciate uh, that. Just a just a great pastor preaches right out of the Bible. I love expository preaching. I get it every week. It's a it's a blessing. So Yvette is out today. She's not feeling very well, um, and uh, so we'll just uh, we just said a prayer for her, and uh, hopefully, hopefully she gets to feeling better. She's got a little headache, not not a big deal, um, but a big deal to her. I mean, it's uh, it's a big deal to her. She gets these headaches every once in a while. So, one thing about uh, Joel and I that uh, um, well, if you know us, you, you you know, but we both have this affinity for the Andy Griffith Show. Now, mm. and now you are a and Andy, you're probably more, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm like an A minus, but I think you're probably an A plus. Um, mm. I mean, pickle story, my all time yeah. favorite. But I mean, yeah, like, I'm literally, from North Carolina too. So, so I mean, Andy Griffith show, and we all know it was it was filmed in California, of course, but they did yeah. their best. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, of course, it was, it was filmed not too far where Mash was also filmed. That so, is, I mean, it's famous. It's, that's <laughs> celebrities use that. That's Radio announcers and everything. That's yeah, good. I mean, so yeah, so um, no, I just yeah, love it. Ever since college, uh, we arranged our classes because you didn't have cable TV. You had you, know, you got it off the antenna. So yeah, you you looked at your class schedule when you went to go sign up for classes the next semester, and you know we had sort of like an Andy Griffith club at our yeah. It was unofficial, but you know. Yeah, I don't know about our listeners. Can't, can't take how that many, class because Andy Griffith's on during that time. Uh, so, you know. Well, nowadays everything's on demand, so you yeah, can, you can right. do whatever. And I so, watch an, I watch an episode and tonight. DVDs and all that. Uh, so, yeah. I watch. A, I like episode three. Is kind of a sweet spot for me. Um, I love Clubman, uh, Pickle Story are my two kind of my two favorites. But um, I'll tell you anything uh, with the Darlings and Ernestie Bass. I'm I'm going to stop. Yeah, and, and watch it. it. Well, so, they and they just don't make TV like that. Anymore. No, there, there's no, you're never can't. ever going to find TV like that anymore, where you actually sit down with the family, and you ain't worried a bit about. You don't about, have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about right. anything. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. And it teaches morals. It does. There, there's a lot. There's I've a, used a lot of, um, especially when uh, Andy saved Gomer's life. Oh yes. And Gomer could not do enough for him. That's right. That's right. That's a great illustration of how we respond to Christ. That's. You're exactly. You don't. Right. Is some if you know once he you know he saved his life. If we knew that Jesus saved our lives, right? <laughs> we'd really respond in the correct manner. Well, you know, um, so, I'm not going to say that's ironic. I'm going to say mm. that's God's sovereignty because that's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight. Great. Is how we respond when we're saved. Mm. Like, what does that response look like? But um, look, before we get started, I want to um, I want to thank each and every one of you who are listening. If you've subscribed to our podcast, um, we really appreciate it. Um, the five-star reviews are are very helpful because it kind of helps us with rankings and, 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 uh, and podcasts, and um, it just sort of helps the podcast get noticed. So we do appreciate you. You can also um, follow us on Facebook, 
Instagram and Twitter as well, and email us at thewindingroadhome at gmail.com. Yeah, and um, I just want to say don't stop because I've I've listened to everyone mm-hmm. and it's a blessing to my life. Well, I, it really has. It's I've, you know, it's been a rough couple of weeks and and you're you're so good at at making us smile and making us think. Yeah. And also challenging us and giving us, um, uh, it's, it's just been a blessing for well, me to listen to it. And I, I'm, I'm well, so glad y- y'all are doing this and anything we can do to help you, I want to do it. Well, that is an honor coming from you, uh, certainly. And I'm glad that, that uh, God can, can use a, a vessel like us and, and give us the resources to do something like this um, to, to bless you with. And um, to God be all the glory. Um, it's just amazing that, that God is blessing this like he is. Um, this, this podcast truly is simply a response to God tugging on our hearts to do something bigger than we are. And when we were thinking about this, um, we are unfamiliar with it. I'm not, we're not radio people. We're not, I mean, I'm, I'm extroverted in, in, in many ways, but, um, you know, whenever I get behind a mic or, or a camera, get a little nervous, get a little more comfortable now, but, um, but something we're unfamiliar with. And we believe that God's going to do um, more with this and uh, we're just going to trust in him. So it's really a response to, to God tugging on our hearts. And, and um, we're so grateful you guys that would take, you take, um, you know, 30 minutes out of your day, a couple days a week to, to listen to us. Cause I know that everybody's in a time crunch and there's only so much time, but if you have downtime, if you're mowing grass, if you're on your way to work, if you're on your way home to home from work, whatever the case may be, um, you know, we, we appreciate you guys listening to us. We love y'all. We also want to thank all the servicemen and women for what they do to protect our freedoms. It means a ton. It means a ton that you guys would sacrifice your life. Absolutely. Um, for us. So on today's show, we're going to, uh, discuss how can we determine our own spiritual condition and, uh, is, is everyone that says they're a Christian really an authentic Christian? Was eighty something percent of Americans say that they you know, believe that they're a Christian, but um, I just, I just, I'm not buying that. So yeah, it's um, more like um, I think some of the statistics I heard from our North American Mission Board, because the United States is the fourth largest country of lost people now in the world, mm-hmm. that it's really around three out of four mm-hmm. do not know Christ. Right, and that's that's probably still. Too much, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I think it's it's way too much. I, I'm I'm I don't know. I don't know the number. No, nobody really knows. No, but, but I'll no. tell you. Um, I you know when someone tells me they're a Christian, I ask them a few questions mm-hmm. just to find out. Um, and a lot of times the answers I get are just crazy. And we'll talk about some of that today. I had an interaction with somebody today that will kind of tee that up, but um, um, not necessarily true. And um, uh, th- maybe maybe this is just a gut check or maybe a look in the mirror for everybody. Uh, today and even myself. I mean, so um, announcement we want to make, um, and I've been talking about this movie for quite some time. The movie Unplanned is set mm. to be released in theaters this Friday. This is a uh, an, a must see movie. True story about a woman named Abby Johnson who became the youngest clinic director in history of in the history of Planned Parenthood. Uh, then a life-changing experience turned her into an anti-abortion activist. She was brainwashed, uh, as she says, to believe that babies don't feel any pain during abortion, but she saw otherwise, and the devil's pretty tricky, you know, and uh, the father lies. But um, our father um, basically um, broke her heart, and this movie is, they go there, folks. I mean, it's it's um, it got a rated R 
review um, because the Hollywood didn't want uh, Americans to see it. Uh, some of the Americans who can't, and like kids, and I think kids need to see it as well because it's reality. And a lot of kids are are faced with this uh, are faced with this decision. And uh, there's an interesting story that just I uh, just found out about today actually about this movie that we'll talk about in a second as well. One of the actually the lead the lead um, uh, actress uh, actor in this um, in this movie has a great story. But you can learn more about this movie at unplannedfilm.com and it comes out this Friday so take your family support this movie it's put on by Pure Flix and they um, they do a great job and this is this movie is going to be I think is going to change it's a game changer for, for sure so hey listen folks uh, when we come back um, we're gonna we're gonna get into the good bad and the crazy Okay, so I mentioned that um, the actor, the, the lead actor in, in the, the star of, of the movie Unplanned, her name is Ashley Bratcher, and uh, she recently sat down with the Daily Signal to talk about the film. And this is what she said. Now, this is interesting. Um, she said, when I first got cast, and this is right out of the Daily Signal, when I first got cast for Unplanned, it all happened really quickly. I'm talking four hours was the notice, and I, and I got, and... And they said, can you be on a plane? And I said, yes. And without hesitation, I landed in Oklahoma, hitting the ground running. I didn't have a lot of time to tell people where I, where I was or explain. When my mom called me on the fourth day of filming, I was a little hesitant to share with her the story because she had shared with me when she was younger that she had had an abortion. So she felt bad. Hmm. Uh, I didn't want her to think that I judged, that I would judge her or be judge, judgmental of her uh, or that I thought any less of her or that this was even a movie about condemnation because it certainly isn't. It doesn't point fingers at anyone. I was really proud to tell her Abby's story. And as I did, she became, she became undone more so than I expected. She was weeping through the phone. She said, Ashley, I need to tell you something I never told you before. I could just tell that this was breaking her heart, she said. Actually, what you don't know is that when, when I was 19... I was at the clinic for the second time and had my and had my name called back. I was being examined by a very pregnant nurse. I was on the table and got very sick to my stomach. I told her I couldn't go through with it. I got up and walked out and chose to have you. Mm. Wow. She almost got aborted and wow. she just found this out. Wow. The lead the lead of this movie. Mm. It was such a profound moment because I never knew that. It was incredibly shocking and overwhelming and so many other words I can't even create right now in my mind because I was I was here telling Abby Johnson's story, one of the greatest pro-life voices of our time, never realizing that I was almost a victim of abortion. I was almost never here on this earth to share this story and be in this movie. It was definitely something that put life into perspective for me. If you don't hear stories like that and you, you can't understand that God is sovereign... Yes. I mean, how I mean, he put all, he knows he's yeah. out of space and time. He sees all of this. He puts yeah. it all together just for, uh, you know, I've, I've said over and over again that, uh, and I don't even know where I, I know I heard it uh, from one of my professors, probably in seminary that uh, there is not a, there is not a Hebrew thought or word for the word consequence mm -hmm. or coincidence. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, coincidence yeah. or, or luck. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's no word for that. Right. Because they don't believe in it. Yeah. They believe God is in control because that's what, of course, the Old Testament teaches that. And of course, exactly. the New Testament does too. But we seem to got to, you know, we've, we've, uh, have selective sovereignty for God. He can, you know, he's, yeah, he's over this, but not that. Right. And that's really not that we're robots or anything like that, but he, how, that's a mystery how he puts all that together and, that is not a coincidence. Well, yeah, no, it's all. not. And it's like, like we have control, right? It's like C.S. Lewis says, you know, we, we may have all this, this money. We might think we're, on, right. we're all in, in, in control, but in mere Christianity, he says, you ain't in control, brother. You're Great not in book. control. I read it. I read it. <laughs> I hadn't read the whole thing. I remember reading part of it in college, and I've read other C.S. Lewis books, but read it again, the whole thing. Couldn't couldn't wait to get, get it in my hand again yeah. to start reading and I'm, I think I'm gonna pick it up and start reading it again. Well, that, it just there's so much in in that mere book is another one. It, it's it's like the Bible. The Bible's always alive, and right. and because that that book is so biblical, and the way he did he wrote it, it's it is yeah. it's always it's really fresh all the time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, great book. Yeah, it is. Um, so excellent uh, movie. Um, again, Friday. Just just go do it. Go support this movie because pray for there it. are and pray. For yes, it. absolutely. There, there are so many Hollywood is is just got this thing against Christ, um, and you see you you see Christians stepping out. Um, you got you know the Chris Chris Pratt stepped out a little bit, um, even though I got a couple questions about um, where he goes to church. But um, you know Hollywood is anti Christian for the most part, and uh, it's very it's it's proven um, by the rating that that this movie got because. It should be a PG movie, but you know they did everything they could to to keep people from seeing it. So go see the movie. Uh, it's called Unplanned. It'll be out Friday in theaters near you. Um, all right. So on to the the bad and the crazy. I'm going to go ahead and blend those two together. All right. So I, you know, I grew growing up in the in the '80s. I was a teenager in the '80s. You know, of course, everyone knows who Michael Jackson is and the unfortunate uh, situation, the way he died, and. Um, you know, uh, and there's sort of these accusations and now these people are coming out and saying that he, you know, sexually abused them when they were uh, young, when they were, when they were children. And, um, whether that's true or not, the statement, um, that Barbara Streisand recently made as reported by the New York daily news, Barbara Streisand said, um, that, uh, these two guys, Wade Robson and James Safechuck, whose allegations against the late king of pop resurfaced here recently in a documentary called Leaving Neverland. And I think it's on HBO. I'm not sure. I think it's on HBO. But she says, hey, what does it matter? They were thrilled to be there, whether they were, you know, sexually molested or not. They were thrilled to be there and and that what they allegedly, what allegedly happened to them didn't kill them. So, hey, what's the big deal? And she also adds that Jackson's sexual needs were his sexual needs. So, come on. I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, and the things that she thinks are real important and evil. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny that she thinks that's okay. It's it's amazing. It, yeah. This this type of thing, the uh, I mean, when you get these kids involved, it's it, it mm. just it just uh, it amazes me. Yeah, Jesus said it'd be better to have a millstone tied around your neck and cast into the bottom of the sea mm. than to offend one of these little ones. Well, here's so a, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, well, I mean, and then yeah, you, literally, and then, yeah. and then you've got uh, yeah. Here's here's another mm. heavy one. Houston, Texas, a Houston, Texas public library now apologizes for allowing a child sex offender to entertain children at a drag queen story time. Okay, first first of all, 
That's nauseating. First of all, why are we having a drag queen story time? I don't know. That's that's number one. Okay, you may accidentally have a child sex offender read during reading time, but mm. you got to know that a child sex offender is probably going to be joining your drag queen I mean, story what, time. Do the I parents mean, know? I mean, do the what? Uh, yeah, that, well, that it's a public sense. library, so I guess public you know they, they probably wow. they probably uh, announced it and was probably okay. invitations. Well, we and, need to have equal time then. If they're going to do that, we need to be able to go, go to public library and share the gospel. Yeah, well, that'd be well, only fair, a, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that's against the rules. Yeah, mm, how about that's against that? The rules. Amazing. There was a story here recently uh, where a child. Uh, in fact, let me look it up. I've got it right here. Um, let's see here. Uh, where is it at? Yes, here we go. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Here I am looking around for this. But um, yeah, here we go. School suspends Christian student who posted a Bible verse in response to an LGBTQ pride flag. Um, and her video goes viral. So she gets a uh, Christian student is suspended because she voiced you know, her opinion as the LGBTQ plus whatever they they had a I guess they had a board like a an announcement board at school and 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 the the Christian made a response the Christian kid made a response. Bottom line is you know we can't make responses because whenever we make a stand, and Christ said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes no one comes to the Father except through me." He's he he claimed exclusivity. So when you do that, when you stand up for Christ, then everybody else has to be wrong. If it and if it flies in the face of Christ, everything else has got to be wrong. And if you say someone else is wrong, you're a bigot, mm-hmm. you're a racist, yeah. you're this, you're that. That's just the world we live in. Binary choices. That's it. I can't disagree with you, and mm-hmm. I still have a, re- a normal conversation anymore. Yeah. If I disagree with your lifestyle, or if I don't endorse or, or promote your lifestyle in any way, you and I are we're we're enemies, and that's just the world we live in. Well, it's Romans one and. You know, um, I heard uh, Dr. John MacArthur preach. Uh, it was on the National Day of Prayer. Uh, I think it was around 2010, 2011. He preached uh, uh, out of Romans one and said, "This is where we are in America. That we've been, that we've been. You know, that that people know the truth, but they suppress the truth of God for a lie, and that God has given them over to a reprobate mind, which means they've." lost the ability anymore to decipher what is right and wrong anymore. Yeah. They can't even, they don't even know it's wrong. It's, uh, thank it's, God that we even, you know, we Christians do some really crazy bad stuff. Yes. We know, we know it's wrong and the Holy spirit just eats at us and disciplines us. And that's how, that's one, you know, you're talking about how you, do you know you're a Christian? Uh, that's one way, you know, that yeah. you're his child, that you're a legitimate child. Uh, I think it is in the book of Hebrews says, you know, that you're you're a legitimate child of God if you know because of the discipline in your life. Right. Well, and um, God, God, thank God for His discipline. God, it reminds me how much He loves me. He can't be around sin, and nope. if you're sinning, He's in you. Yep. Man, there's going to be disruption. You'll be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Been absolutely. there. Been there. Hey. All of us. About, have. Yeah. All I mean, of us. It's, have. it's not a good place to be. Um. Here's another interesting thing. So, uh, and this is crazy. I was. I was going through through Twitter the other day and I saw a video of a father with his six-year-old girl filming himself 
quote unquote, courteously asking her to pleasure him. Mm. Now, I, I actually watched this video. I got sick to my stomach. Nah, I, I should have. I, I should have. She she couldn't watch it. Mm -mm. And he was being all nice and hey, how's it going? And she responds by saying that she likes doing it mm. because it makes him feel good. And since then, Twitter has removed the tweet and suspended that account. I, I went. That I was, should be. I was, that's illegal. It, well, it is, and 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 I, I tagged the FBI on it, and many other people did, mm -hmm. and I hope they nab this creep. I mean, yeah. what a what a crazy guy! But yeah, he needs to be in prison. Um, I mean, this is this is how far we're going. We're we're so bold now to film it and put it on social media. Like, you know, what are they going to do? I mean, and that's going to that's going to mess her up. Oh, the yeah. rest of her life. She's already messed up. She's I mean, messed up. She's already brainwashed. She she it's, she it's, thinks it's, it's okay. Worse, yeah, and it's even worse than that. I mean, it's just it's going to affect her the rest of her life, right? Unless she gets really good, really good. Even with really good counseling, it's going to affect her, right? And and here's this guy, selfish as can be, just as evil as can the be. The most important relationship that a a girl has growing up is her relationship with her father. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, uh, I can tell you with uh, ha having a daughter, it's mm. there's something there's something there, and you're exactly right, and. um I, I can't even I, I can't even imagine. So um, just gonna we're just gonna move on from the from the crazy. So um, yeah. when when we come back, um, we're gonna talk about how um, how you can determine your spiritual condition and maybe there's some questions that you can ask yourself or others when you say you're Christian. Okay, so I love that music, man. That makes me want to bust out a disco movie yeah, real why? quick. Hey, don't hurt yourself. Don't hey, hurt yourself. <laughs> it's been a long time. I was a teenager hey, in the seventies, so that you, music was. I've seen you move. I've seen oh, you move yeah. before. Come on now. Yeah. Um, so hey, <clears throat> on a weight machine. On yeah, a weight machine. That's it. <laughs> Nautilus equipment. That's, that's right. That's right. We I work out every once in a while with uh, with with Joel. It's been a long time. It's been a while. It's been a while. Been yeah. Hey, he's got some guns. He's got some guns. Yeah. Um, so hey, so. Something that I, I I talk to friends about all the time and fellow Christians is a huge problem in church today is the elimination of biblical words like repentance and mm. submission and obedience and these things that everybody wants the you know the the salvation and the justification and the glorification and all those goodies, but they don't want any of this stuff, right? <laughs> so, so we take all this stuff out. Of Those the, are great words. Yeah, they're they are great. So I don't know what that means, and you know, I've, nowadays you don't even have to have a dictionary; you can just Google it. Yeah, that's well, that's it, true. You, you might get some bad, you know, be careful where it goes. But I mean, it's it's. Those are great words. Well, I love using those words, and then I explain them. Yes, yes, and that's that's always a great. Well, in our in our Sunday school class, I have a lot of those words on a mm -hmm. whiteboard. Oh, good! And I'm I'm making sure that uh, the kids great. know what those words That's mean, uh, because they, they you know they got to know them. And right. um, so, uh, the softening of the gospel, the watering down of the gospel. This mm. is this is it, what it what this is doing is taking the focus off of Jesus and placing the focus on us and what mm. we consider to be measurable works. Say, God, look at me! Right. Look at all the good things I'm doing. And I mean, even if you're if you say you're a Christian because you're going to church, well, that's like mm. that's like saying I, I own a wrench and therefore I'm a mechanic. Yeah, Keith Green said, "Just because I go to McDonald's doesn't make me a hamburger." Yeah, well, I hey, thought that was a good one. <laughs> that's pretty, remember the hamburger? Oh yeah, yeah, the hamburger. That uh, sort of creeped me out. Well, there man. was a yeah, he was creepy, but wasn't there a guy dressed like a hamburger? Like or was a that purple guy? I can't remember yeah. who he was. Who was that purple? The I don't, ham I don't remember, but the hamburger. The hamburger did scare me too. Yeah. 
That was bad. But it was Grimace. What is his name? Grimace? I don't know. That's been a long time. You know who really creeps me out is the new Burger King King. Ooh, he yeah. is weird. I mean, well, I, he has no expression except yeah, that one. And it's and it's it's weird because I when I whenever I I I, I have dreams like I wake up and yeah I, and all of a sudden I smell the it's weird because I'll wake up in the middle of the night with the Burger King dream and I'll smell the the hamburger the the Burger King smell. No, no I'm just playing. okay, I'm man. You're scaring me. There for a second. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. I thought it was but, I thought it was going to have you know I was watching uh, the. Um, March Madness, and it got up. This it's the same commercials. It seems over and over again. And last night, and my wife and I, Susie, uh, my wife and I were watching a uh, uh, little bit of March Madness last night. And they kept throwing up those commercials, the new uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and the waffle commercial. That's all I'm going to say about it. But it <laughs> it also involves Mrs. Butterworth. Huh. I was sort of creeped out about that. But yeah. anyway, look for that one. That's that's sort of weird. No, I, I don't know. I, I remember weird. seeing that one. I, I do remember seeing the guy that said, hey. I will uh, not go t- eat waffles him. at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Though. No. That's not going to do that. No. Especially after the commercial. But anyway. I, I do remember the commercial about the guy that says, uh, he, he says, hey, uh, tell us about the time back when you were a player. And he's like, uh, well, uh, <clears throat> I'm married right now. And uh, I don't think that'd be appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a commentator. And he's basically, anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is that, anyway, is that the same guy that was doing the color commentary? Yeah, the AT and T, yeah, 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 the AT yeah. color commentary. He said, "You know that color commentary? You don't talk about." Yeah, yeah that's funny. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, commercials make it fun, but yeah. um, um, so anyway, um, so the softening of the gospel, taking a, taking the focus off Jesus, and uh, you know, Jesus said otherwise as far as the repentance piece. I mean, in Matthew four seventeen, he says, "You know, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near." Mm. I mean, we. That repent, that's a great word. We, repent does not, you don't hear that in church anymore. I, I did we, it yesterday I, I while knew, we I were know. doing baptism. Why do, you, why do you think I go to church there? Yeah, I said, are you willing I, to I, repent and turn from your sin? I, you know, I, I immediately defined it for them and said, right. you know, are you willing to, to turn from your sin and, and follow Christ and Him alone? Right. And believe for in Him alone for your salvation. That's right. I wanted people to hear that, and they said yes. So I want to share I a conversation that, that with response. you. I want yeah. to share a conversation with you that I had today with a guy who um, um, said he's a Christian, and I and I asked him. I, I was actually witnessing to him as if he were not a Christian, and asked him if um, if he died today would he go to heaven? And he said, "Well, you eh, not a real not a not a solid yes." Mm. And um, when I said, are you a Christian? And he said, yes. So I said, if you died today, and you, would you go to heaven? And he was like, eh, you know, but, if it, but are mm. you a Christian? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm a Christian. So there's, I, so I, I immediately, yeah. my spidey senses go up, and it's like, uh, okay, so you're a Christian, but you don't have hope. And that doesn't sound right. So I said, well, let me, let me rephrase this. I said, so imagine I have a knife in my back, and I'm laying on the ground, and I have like literally two minutes to live, and I ask you, how do I get to heaven? Mm, what, what, are you, what are you going to tell me? And mm. he's just like, oh, man, you're putting the pressure on me. Oh, man. And he's like, I don't really know. Um, I don't. Um, uh, I said, there, you've, now it's a minute, 45 seconds. Mm. Uh, well, I would pray for you. Okay, mm. what would you pray? Um, golly, I didn't really think you were going to. I had no idea that this was going to. But, you know, and in, in two minutes, he never mentioned Christ mm. once. Mm. A Christian That's never scary. mentioned Christ once. Now, backstory on this, and, and, and I'm not beating this guy up. Right. I mean, I, you know, I want to be, I, I try to be honest as I can with somebody who I'm talking to. Sure. And so if someone says that they're a Christian, 
today you almost can't take that at face value because you know if you if you don't know them um they could be they i mean jehovah's witnesses call themselves christians they'll call themselves a christian yeah. right in front mormons. of you mormons will do the same thing and so believe nothing about christ like right, we do nothing right. i mean so totally so, opposite and they never talk about him right they and, never and, talk about christ even well, the church of jesus christ the latter day saints do not when they come to your door they really don't talk about jesus well, when, but when we go to the doctor, what does the doctor mm -hmm. do? He gathers information, right. right? He takes your pulse. They get your weight. A lot of times the weight is off, like it's a lot heavier than normal, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I go to the doctor, I literally, when I go to my physical, I go in like a pair of running shorts <laughs> and like flip-flops so that I could take, because I'm not going in there with my jeans and, and the jeans and the keys and the phone. Oh, I'll tell you, yeah. Because I'm, you know, then I'm like 220. But if I, if I do it all, if I take, you know, just a, just a gym shorts. Anyway. Wow. So like, yeah, like I a mean, prize fighter. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be as accurate as possible. I hear you. But yeah. uh, but the doctor <laughs> gathers information from yeah. you, right? And so I I was gathering information from this guy today, and mm. um and I asked him. So he he supposedly made a decision for Christ about three months ago. Mm. Now I don't know about you, but where's that phrase in the Bible? What's that? Made a decision for Christ. It's not in the Bible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just say he repented and put his trust in Christ yeah. three months ago, supposedly. But check this out. I said, hey, so um, where are you going to church? Oh, I'm not going to church. Have you been to church since, you, since you've given your life to Christ? No. Have you read the Bible once since you've given your life to Christ? No. Now, I actually was looking at him and said, dude, Thank you. Yeah, I, he's honest. I, I thank you right now. A lot for of people being try to, because yeah, because yeah. many many would be like, oh yeah, man, I'm reading the Bible. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But then my next question is going to be, what are you reading these days? And you know, tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about it. You mm -hmm. know, and whatever. Right. But but he says, no, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't. And I said, okay, let me let me just let me just. I'm just going to challenge you because you've never picked up the Bible ever since your decision for Christ. Not once. Do you really think you made that decision? You really think that you've 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 repented and put your trust in Christ? And he just looked at me and he was like, "I don't know. I get no. Mm. He, you know. So, so at what point do I mean the desire has got to be there, there? Yeah, there been this. Yeah, but, and there's been no discipleship. You know, right? And of course, I've seen other people who God saves them. They didn't. You know, they went seeking discipleship. Right. Um, they they couldn't get enough of Jesus, um, and before you know it, they were, you know, <laughs> growing so quickly in the Lord and showing you things. I love when a new Christian comes to me and shows me things in the Word. I've read a hundred thousand times, probably yeah. not a hundred thousand, but a lot. I've read it a lot, and it's new to them, right? And I'd say, "Wow, that's great! Yeah, that's great! I mean, it's, I just rejoice with them. It's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting for me too because you know they're making it." All new and reminding me how wonderful it is to be to be born again by the by, by the Lord and, and and given that new life. Well, it should be exciting. Oh, I mean, it should be. If you it think is of, the most exciting. I mean, if you think about it, he steps in front of a bullet for you, mm. and I mean, how you're not completely. And he wrote sixty six love letters. Yeah. So wait a minute. Wait, stop just a minute. So are you telling me that the guy that took the bullet for me and and knew Darn well, when he was on that cross, that he was that what I what I was going to do, that I was going to sin, 
that I was going to I was going to break God's law. That He did it mm. anyway. He paid with His own life, and He wrote me love letters to tell me yeah. all about Him. Right. It's an ama- it's amazing, and um, so you know, I challenged them. Um, and you Christians out there, when you're sharing the gospel, uh, and you have friends that are Christians, um, there are some icebreaker type questions, some things that you can do, kind of like a doctor, just to kind of probe and find out, just to make sure. Uh, and you're not you're not pointing your finger necessarily at somebody, but I really I can't take it at face value. I really want to know. So tell me how to get to heaven. And sometimes I get good answers, and some sometimes I get answers that are just like, mm. "Where did you get that? I mean, where where even did that mm. even? Because not even yeah. not even in the right ballpark, you know." Um. So, um, there's millions of people out there thinking that they're okay. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. I'm good. Why? Because oh, because they go to church. Yeah, I remember you know um, when, or, we were, when we were church planners in Arizona, and we were going door to door trying to talk to people. It was so hard. Mm. to even get a conversation started. But then sometimes, you know, he's like, I remember one guy, I remember him and he said, you know, I'm good. Yeah. I said, well, no, we're, none of us are good. Yeah. So I, Christ came and there's only one that's good. Jesus even said that when somebody called that's him good. And I said, although he, he was, he was good and he was, but he was asking him why you were calling me that. But it's, it's, it don't be afraid to, I'm not saying going out and be obnoxious when you're talking to people about Christ, but you know, you say, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings or I don't want, you know, I've heard people's feelings probably before when I was sharing the gospel with them and telling what they believe was wrong. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be told they're wrong, but later on, I've had people who later on thank get you. saved and they're, yeah. thank you for not backing down. Right. Because it's you not backing down that made me think more. Right. And, and, and they didn't get saved right then, but, they came back later and said, thank you for not backing down. Well, see, if, if, if imagine if you were blind. Let's say you're blind. You got your little you got your, your, your stick and you're tapping and you're listening to music and you're just enjoying a lovely 72-degree day and you're walking toward a cliff and you're getting ready to walk off the cliff. And I see you walking off the cliff and I'm running as fast as I can to tackle you. Mm-hmm. And I hit you like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like Luke Keekley from mm. Carolina Panthers. And and I and I knock you into I knock you into next week. Right. Or like Durin Gray and, in the Evangelism d- linebacker. There you go, Evangelism <laughs> linebacker. And and you get up. Okay? And you're bruised. And immediately you're a little you're a little hot. Right. Yo. Russ. Uh I was just going for a stroll, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but then if I say, Hey, look, man, I you know, just want you to take your little stick and I want you to put right over there. And he goes, Oh my goodness. Is that where I was? That's where, that's where you were going. The bruises no longer hurt anymore. Right. The scratches don't even matter. The, the, the broken toe or whatever happened. And you've is, gained a brother and you've gained a brother. Yeah. So go, you know what, you know, folks, it's okay. Cause here's the deal. If your motive is pure, if your motive is to is to make sure that a soul is is secure in Christ mm-hmm. because Christ in you has compelled you to ask that question or to probe and and you do it in a loving compassionate way people and people know when you are you're just trying to win an argument they know it you're just you're just trying to be one up you're just trying to be you're, you're trying to one up me or you're trying to uh, you know stare me down or whatever People know when you're compassionate. People know when you're authentic and you care. Mm-hmm. And if you tackle somebody, I'm saying right now, go tackle your friends. Go tackle them with the gospel, but tackle them with love. Tackle them authentically and passionately and just let them know you love them. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, 
or, or whatever, guess what? God does a saving anyway, so don't worry about it. Don't worry. You, you, you've done what you need to do. And Christ, if Christ in you is compelling you to do something, just like Christ has compelled me and Yvette to do this show, mm. go do it. Right. It might feel uncomfortable. It's still this still feels uncomfortable to me. This sure. this whole thing that we're doing. But but it feels right because I because I know that that this is what God's calling me to do right now. Now, am I doing this for a living? No, I have a full-time job. Do we have uh, 50,000 listeners? No, we've got about 63. That's, but that's good. But that but that does but the numbers don't even matter because mm. because if there's one person listening that needed to hear what 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 God's got for them today through yeah. you and me, through, you know, using us as vessels. Yeah. That, yep. that that would that would be all that, that that would be it. Yeah, people worry about success in evangelism that and that way. Mm. I remember and you've heard of this before cuz you had to listen to me just about every Sunday for several years. But I I heard this when I was in college and I was at a campus crusade, um, a weekend, uh, retreat up in the mountains of North Carolina. And the guy that spoke, he, he did the life of Joseph and, but the, the title was, um, being a success. Mm, and we were gee. like, wow, this is gonna be great. Man. You know, cause we're in college and we want to be successful. Yeah. You know, we're all Christians, but you know, and, but anyway, he, his definition of success was being totally obedient to the revealed known will of God, no matter what the consequences. I like that. That was it. That's success. Mm. And that's what Joseph did. Yeah. And he ended up in prison. Yeah. Because he's, how can I do this thing? Uh, you know, ran from Potiphar's wife. I remember he named her. She's not named the Bible. I remember, I don't know why I remember this, but because it was years and years ago, more than 30 years ago. And he said, uh, we'll call her Potsy because they don't give her name. You know, Potter's, Potter, nice. Potter's wife. But anyway, it, he said, um, you know, that, that, that <laughs> oh, thank you. But uh, that I've remembered that I wrote it down. I'm so mm -hmm. glad I wrote it down. And uh, then I just memorized it. And I've, I've used that and shared that many, many times when people think they have to be successful. Yeah. Uh, and being successful is just being obedient. That's all God's asking us to be faithful, to be obedient. That's right. Uh, children and just do what he tells you and leave, leave the results to him. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Just share the clean, crisp gospel. Yeah. Uh, That's you know, it. So, so easy that a child can understand it and so rich and so deep that theologians uh, have written and written and written and still cannot exhaust uh, yeah. the beauty and the glory of it. Well, so that's that's what's so great well, about even, the gospel. Even Barney knows what's inside that's each right. uh, each uh, uh, individual. Inside that man's body is a little child calling out for help. Help me, help me, <laughs> Help me, help me. You know what? And Jesus is there to help oh. you. All right. So, hey, look, we uh, we went a little bit longer today, uh -oh. but that is okay. Because what happens? You get a Baptist preacher. Behind the mic. Hey, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure you guys would uh, don't mind the extra four or five minutes. It's like a bonus. It's yeah. almost like a well, the show is free, but it's like yeah. getting something for That's free. Right. Yeah. Do you really free, get free. something like that? Do, do you get something free? Even when it's well, it's just let's just call it bonus yeah. bonus uh, footage or bonus yes. uh, bonus yeah it's yeah. a bonus. So anyway, um, guys, uh, we love each and every one of you, and uh, we're so thankful that you'd listen. Be encouraged. Go out there and share the gospel with with anybody you can get your hands on. Tackle them with with compassion, because. Um, because Christ in you is compassionate enough to die on that cross. And then surely, uh, especially in America, we live in a country that 
where you're you're not arrested you, you, nothing's gonna happen to you you, you might get defriended on Facebook that might be it but uh, go do it mm. go share the gospel we love you guys well, uh, well we're gonna have a ne- next show will be uh, Thursday all right and um, y'all take care now John 317.